I'm Dave Anderson from the Forest Society, and this ought to be something wild. I once watched an otter family on top of the ice on the Lane River playing pond hockey using a frozen perch as a puck. A pasta burger on! He shoots! Oh, he scores! Kick save and a beauty! <laughs> and they were obviously having fun. I'm Chris Martin from New Hampshire Audubon. North American river otters are part of an amazingly diverse group of carnivores called mustelids. The group includes familiar local mammals like minks, weasels, and skunks but also ones you'll never see in New England, like badgers, wolverines, and sea otters. River otters live in ponds, streams, and wetlands, and also in tidal salt marshes. These guys are more than four feet long and weigh up to 25 pounds. They are streamlined with dense brown fur that's water-resistant, which is handy since they spend a lot of time in the water in all four seasons. They use their large, webbed back feet when they swim, and their dexterous front feet to handle food. And all four feet come equipped with five sharp claws. Young otters play together, chasing, rolling, wrestling, and grabbing to learn how to be good hunters and to establish their social status. But they begin life, tiny, eyes closed and naked, as many as six wiggly pups weighing just five ounces at birth in early March. The female creates a cozy den in an abandoned beaver lodge or under an overhanging riverbank beneath tree roots, never far from water, where she'll nurse the pups for weeks. Yeah, at that time, the male otter isn't welcome. Males sometimes travel together in small groups, like you might see a group of male turkeys do. And they aren't especially territorial either. Turns out the female otters raise the offspring within a core home range that includes that natal den. Vulnerable pups don't venture far from a den for the first few months, but by June, pups are swimming and learning to catch minnows, frogs, newts, and crayfish. An otter clan may use 25 miles of river shoreline and can cross a small stream valley or lake in a very short time. You don't see otters very often in the warmer months. They spend much of their time underwater, and they're also concealed by leafy vegetation. Plus, they're somewhat nocturnal. It's in winter when ice forms on ponds and along rivers' edges, that they suddenly become visible. They scoot and slide along on their bellies, leaving trails in the snow that look like mini toboggan runs. Their long whiskers are highly sensitive to water movement. Below the surface, this helps otters pinpoint prey in dim light at night and under snow-covered ice. They can stay submerged for up to eight minutes. Like bald eagles, otters reside at the top of the aquatic food web. They have few natural enemies, but just like eagles, they're vulnerable to increasing toxins like mercury, lead, and PCBs as you move up the food web. It's always about birds with you. Yeah. Because otters inhabit large territories and require ample fish, amphibians, and crayfish, the presence of otters is an excellent indicator of good water quality in a healthy, intact aquatic ecosystem. Truth is, otters may enjoy watching people as much as we like watching them. They are reported to be curious about folks swimming, kayaking, or paddleboarding on ponds. Sometimes, their heads barely break the surface, nose, eyes, and ears on alert, barely visible. Other times, they pop right up out of the water like a furry periscope. What are they thinking? I don't know. Maybe you ought to ask one. For Something Wild, I'm Chris Martin. And I'm Dave Anderson. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Forest Society, and NHPR, and is produced by the team at Outside In.